Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts, Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Welcome back to another episode of the Moncton Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Moncton Wildcats. I am your host, Adam, and as always, I am joined by your favorite co-hoster and wild mass singer, aficionado, Mr. Jeremy Boucher. Mr. Boucher, how are you? Doing quite well, Adam. Thank you so much again for that uh, beautiful introduction. <laughs> it's always nice to to hear your your positivity and uh, uh, liveliness. Yeah, you know, every time we do this show, and you, you really you really boost me up. I try. Somebody's got to be positive in this crazy, crazy world we live in. But uh, good to be back. Uh, good to finally have some. Hockey, we weren't sure if we were going to have hockey to talk about uh, when we left the show last week. But before we get to all that, uh, our mass Singer chats. Um, so we went back to Group B. I guess finally we get to see Group C this week. Um, do you know who's in Group C? Uh, there was a, there's a, there's a broccoli. There's a mushroom. There's a jellyfish. Uh, a squiggly monster. <laughs> and a set of, nice set of lips. A nice set of lips. Yeah. Seriously, that's the thing. A nice set of lips. I think so. Well, it's the lips, but oh, um, okay. I, I don't know if it's a nice a nice set, but I'm assuming it's a, <laughs> a nice nice looking pair of lips. All right. Well, we'll be excited to uh, to see that tonight. Uh, looking back, uh, I this is what the fourth season of this. I'm not sure of a more shocking uh, reveal than last week's Baby Alien. Um, you know, we had talked about Jeff Dunham. You had talked about, uh, Dave Coulier. We thought maybe it was somebody that, you, you know, was in the puppet game. Terry Fader, who's pretty famous in Vegas. Nope. Nope. It was former USC quarterback and Jets quarterback of the butt fumble infamy Mark Sanchez. And I could have given me a hundred guesses. I'd have never guessed Mark Sanchez. I think they could have played the the butt fumble highlight, and I still <laughs> like I still wouldn't have guessed Mark Sanchez. Yeah, uh, he hit his voice. He had like a he did like a Borat kind of uh, East uh, Eastern European accent during the introductions last week. So I thought maybe it's Sasha Baron Cohen, uh, but if, I don't know Mark Sanchez. I yeah, didn't even know he I could mean, sing. I'm just. Uh, Mass Singer clues on EW.com. I'm looking at some of these clues, and I, I still don't know how it became Ma- uh, Mark Sanchez. I mean, in a theater every week, so I guess football football stadiums. I know that uh, there was some hot dogs in there, which he famously ate a hot dog on the sideline during a game. Um, but it's just like, I have, like, what? Um, looking at some of the other... The other mask there, crocodile, serpent, seahorse, what you would call it. I think I'm on your your bandwagon of Carrie Underwood for the seahorse. Um, just hearing Sunday night football and then hearing her voice again, um, I can I can see where you where you get that. But as for, I'm off the Tim Tebow thought on the crocodile. Just so many clues the next week is it's so difficult because it's the smallest little clue, <laughs> the smallest little clue that you just don't see doesn't stick out in the package and it throws you completely off. That's that's the fun part about the show is it's it just it throws your mind in so many directions. Uh I, I the whatchamacallit and I don't even know who that is. No. I, I can't even I can't pick up on any clues. But I I'm 
yeah, I, I'm liking my Carrie Underwood prediction. But I'm also hearing there was um was it this I'm if it was the seahorse or not? But there was a clue that was uh, uh chicken of the sea, and that's a that's a Jessica Simpson, Simpson yeah uh, moment. So I don't know. It's it could be just uh you know, something to throw us off, but I I still like Carrie Underwood. I didn't I didn't mind the uh, I can't remember which judge said it the serpent one. Um, I can't remember. There's a few clues that led to to Tay Diggs. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like I think, I think the serpent is a is a soulful uh, black singer, like a John Legend. I mean, Tay Diggs isn't really a soulful singer. Maybe Brian McKnight. I think, I think that's where that's where I'm at with uh, with those. But we get to see Group C, which is always fun to finally see a, a new group and get those first set of first set of clues. But also, uh, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see, but uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter, Moncton Wildcast, on Instagram, Wildcast Podcast, and now on the website, Moncton Wild, on the website, wildcastpodcast.wixsite.com. Uh, no quick question again this week, so we get to your uh, your segment, Mister Boucher. Ah, uh, yes, the uh, the segment again in which we uh, we go, we look over our t- our friends in Slovenia and our friends in Russia. So this one for this week, we go to Slovenia. And for some of you who may or may not know, some scenes from the Chronicles of Narnia were, f- were filmed in Slovenia, in the Soka Valley. And it's also where Captain America was filmed. Oh! Moving over to another lovely country, Russia. They're, it's, it's, very, it's very popular to give flowers as a gift. However... Some uh, some flower shops are open 24 hours a day because it is so popular. However, it's unlucky to provide flowers as a gift in an even number. Oh, really? So if you were to give your wife a dozen roses, it's bad luck. And it's been known to be associated with funerals. Well, there you have it, folks. (laughs) Another amazing segment of fun facts about Slovenia and Russia. Join us again next week when hopefully these two wonderful human beings... (laughs) will be in Canada because apparently there's a loophole thanks to the Quebec ramparts. <laughs> Perfect. Let's get to some news and notes. News and notes from around the queue. All right. With most of the Quebec league teams on pause, there really isn't a lot of news coming out of Quebec. Uh, so in the Maritimes, a uh, couple injury notes as a uh, friend of the show, Pat McNeil was tweeting, uh, the Moose will be able without the services of uh, Cole McLaren and Cameron Wynott for a couple weeks. Um, I mean, I guess if you're a number one goaltender who's holding spot until until Gravel gets uh, gets uh, out of quarantine. They, uh, but, uh, yeah, they're, you know, fine, fine saves. Matias Rousseau was the other, well, he was the, the other goaltender at uh, training camp. But I don't I, know. No, they're going to have to bring, because he's... Uh, no, I don't know. Um, <laughs> didn't they have a? Didn't they have a? I just looked on the. Didn't did Cole McLaren start the last game, or is Brady no, James? Brady James started the last. Game. So who, who, it it was whoever the backup goalie was to to Brady James, and no, I guess a couple weeks. Justin Byron might be back this week, um, but I mean, you lose Cole McLaren, thin decor, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. 
uh, and they're they're feeling it. They're already a young team, and you know they got to bring in some uh, some even younger bodies, some younger and inexperienced uh, players. So it, they're in a really really tough spot right now. So you got to think that uh, they're just uh, quite excited for uh, for Gravel to uh, to get out of quarantine. I can't think. No, I, maybe I'm just drawing a blank. Uh, I guess not. They um, so yeah, I'm not sure where they're going to go with a backup. Uh, but obviously, we'll have to be some Connor Blackwood. That's the one. Thank Connor you. Blackwood backed up the uh, the game in Bathurst. Yes. Um. So yeah, I mean, and Cole McLaren has been the guy that you know they've needed with a young team that has done literally everything they can ask. I mean, if it's not for him in some of these nights, the scores would be would be even worse. Uh, more injury news. Uh, Chris Innes. For St. John is out uh, for a little while with what was reported lower body injury, so it could be anything. Um, now that's if there's a team that can withstand a little bit of of injuries on the back end early on, it's going to be St. John. They've got a pretty deep, pretty deep defensive core, so that's that's an injury that they can they can withstand uh, for you know short term there. Um, and finally, closer to home, Moncton's going to get out of the orange zone. Fingers, cro- fingers, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. If everything goes right, uh, looks like Thursday. I've heard Thursday. I've heard Friday. Um, so it could be something where they tell us on Thursday we're getting out Thursday at midnight, and it ends up being Friday, which means we're gonna have some hockey potentially if we uh, if we get out of this thing um, on Friday against Bathurst. Uh, so as well, the schedule for the games that you missed uh, or that were postponed um, have, have is out on the website. So the October 10th one, when we were supposed to be in St. John, will be now November 10th in St. John. Uh, the 16th against the Sea Dogs will now be November 4th. And the October 17th versus the Charlottetown Islanders is now going to be December 2nd. So keep your tickets. Um, and if you bought tickets for those games on Ticketmaster, call the Wildcats uh, ticket office and find out what the what you're going to do. I'd imagine you just keep them and, um, keep them and come to the games. So. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's it for, for news and notes. I mean, when half the league is out, (laughs) half the league is on pause, there isn't really a whole lot of news, I guess. I mean, Quebec getting their imports. We talked about last week. Now Moncton, hopefully going to get their imports quicker. I I would be a bit surprised if every team goes this, goes through this process. Uh, I mean, clearly Quebec uh, found a loophole to get their their two Finnish uh, imports into Canada. I think they went through a, uh, a global affairs lawyer. I think it was out of Toronto, uh, and I, I would be a bit surprised if uh, every team is jumping at this right now. So uh, <laughs> that uh, that law firm is going to make a nice uh, nice chunk of change thanks to the Q. <laughs> uh, Just a it, license to print money there. Yeah, and honestly, like I wouldn't be surprised if if some of the OHL teams do it. WHL, WHL, like they're going to make a ton of money off the off the CHL. Um, so yeah, um, if I was a betting man, if uh, I would say the Wildcats will probably go through this route as well, and. Uh, We'll have uh, Val and Max in town by maybe the end of this week, early next week, if all goes well. Uh, so yeah, keep your keep your eyes peeled to our social medias because uh, yeah, we've been waiting for these two, and you know, finally might uh, might actually happen. <laughs> kind of kills the uh, the fun facts, but you know, 
We'd rather have them here than do fun facts every week, hoping that they're going to get here. So uh, it's, it's Slovenia. No offense, but I'm like, I don't think I'll be able to come up with a fun fact <laughs> for, for very, year. for very, very, for very many weeks here. Uh, so, you know, the so- sooner the better. Yeah, yeah, I can. Uh, man, if they were able to get here by the thirtieth, by the end of next week, I mean, hopefully the twenty-third, but. They could both make their debuts maybe the November 14th weekend or the back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Okay, Brett won, but let's just uh, let's just wait, get him here, and uh, yeah. Let's get into our weekly rewind. This should be quick and fun. Weekly rewind. And that has been your weekly rewind. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much, that's it. Yeah, uh, they were in the orange zone, so, I mean, we talked about it last week. They were... They were able to practice. We hoped maybe they'd get some special exemption to have some games with no fans. But, I mean, ultimately it's pretty tough to allow a, a junior hockey team to play games when they can't even go get a haircut if they wanted to. It's, eh. So it is it is what was kind of expected. Um, so nothing really to look back on, but now we're going to look ahead. Uh, provided we get out of the orange, we do have some games this weekend. Um, we are... I didn't think we'd say this next sentence, but first up, we're at home versus the red-hot Acadie Bathurst Titan coming in, leading the league at 7-0-1. Um, leading the CHL. Sorry, five, yeah. <laughs> sorry, 5-0-1. I gave him a little bit more. Gave him a couple extra wins there. Uh, 5-0-1. Um, just they look like a lot of people didn't think they'd look. I had them finishing last in the division. Yeah. Um, so my incredible Drummondville last year. Yeah. You know, it's like they put that on the wall. There's always Boucher one. has us picking last. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's always one. Uh, so, uh, hey, I mean, and they're only going to get better. Once they get Bednar, they're only going to get better. Uh, so, yeah, watch out for Bathurst. You know, they're uh, next year was uh, – Next year is supposed to be their go-to year, but hey, maybe they'll uh, they'll take a run for it at Christmas here. Who knows? It's going to be a tough weekend in general. You got ba- Bathurst coming in at five zero and one, and they got they're going across the bridge uh, in the Islanders' second game. I don't think it's their home opener. I think their home opener is Friday. Yeah, their Friday night's their home opener with the ridiculous section twelve. You are now permitted to leave. <laughs> Section ten. Is that you that tweeted? It's like a buffet. Oh my god! It's <laughs> like it's like uh, it's worse than waiting for the wedding MC to call your table to the buffet. <laughs> like it's table two. Oh, you know, and on your ticket it tells you what time to arrive for the games. I mean, <laughs> what if you're working? Like you show you're you're supposed to be there at six thirty. You show up at six forty five. Are they just not going to let you in? I mean, obviously they have to let you in. Obviously, yeah, they're legally entitled to let you in. Yeah, but that's a little silly. I mean, I thought we had it bad, and then you see what they have to deal with on the islands. I mean, hey, whatever it takes to watch hockey. But you know, some of and those things are <laughs> that's a probably excessive. what uh, that's probably everyone. Whatever it takes, just get us in the rink. Whatever yeah. it takes, because they, I mean, they just started practicing at home. They didn't even mm-hmm. have rinks because they turned it into. Flu shot, right? COVID, COVID testing. Yeah. yeah. COVID testing. So. so, but, uh, I feel like that's a game where, you know, a lot of teams over, overlook teams. I think that's going to be, a, uh, one of the games that we get to see the backup. 
Gooby on back-to-back nights for them. Gooby. I think Ellis will go against uh, St. John, and I, I think Moncton will play them and, and get Gooby, and that's one of the games that you hope to steal with a young team against a, a backup goaltender. Now, he played fairly well against us last year. I think he played three games against Moncton and was one and one and one mm. or one and two or something like that. But he played pretty well. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a, a, a difficult weekend, especially with a team coming off, uh, well, a week of just practicing and trying to, trying to stay focused while, while practicing. Neil had the article, they're doing some things. Who knows what they're doing? Look like, I can't remember how the Armada was playing badminton on the ice and playing different kind of games. And I think, Drummondville had a three-on-three tournament. Sherbrooke had a three-on-three tournament. Like, yep. you're just doing anything to keep uh, to keep your keep, guys engaged. So keep busy, keep loose. You know, stay in not game shape, but on ice shape, and that's all you can really do. There's nothing. Yep. There's not much else you can you can do at this point. You got to find something. You can't have these. Uh, you know, you can't have these kids staying in forever and doing nothing. Yeah, we got to find something to do. You think we see Sheehan this weekend? Maybe. We'll have to see. Uh, I don't know if it's... Um, no, I don't think so. No? Bless you. There you go. <laughs> Just trying to stack wins. Yeah. Uh, I think if you do, you see him against the eight Islanders. I think uh, I think they want to come out and get the W against, against Bathurst after having the week off, so... Uh, but yeah, we've, uh, we've lined up a special guest for, uh, for view from the other bench. We said we'd keep teams in on this. So let's, uh, let's get to view from the other bench. View from the other bench. So we said it earlier in the preseason we were going to do, I mean, we're only playing the same five teams, so why not try and reach out to some, some members and some guests from other teams, uh, as we look forward to this weekend's game. Uh, we're going to talk to last year's Kevin Lowe trophy winner for defensive D men of the year, 20 year old that was acquired from the Eagles at the draft Bathurst defenseman, Adam McCormick, Adam, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, just glad to be hopefully out of this orange zone so we can, uh, we can partake in the fun that you guys got to have last weekend playing hockey. Yeah, no, let's, uh, get back at it. Yeah. I guess, uh, I guess the first question for you, I mean, five Oh and one, um, you know, for being truthful, not many of us saw this start coming. Uh, what's in the water up there? Yeah. Um, I mean, as, uh, as a team, we, we kind of had a, a talk the start of the year and just kind of told each other to, um, you know, obviously social media and, um, a, a lot of, a lot of people didn't, uh, have us, uh, up there in the standings in the maritime division, but we knew we could, so, um, uh, we we've just been going out every game and uh, working our butts off and um, playing as a team and uh, it's working well so far. By the looks of it, you guys have been getting some uh, some scoring, you know, from from all all lines and uh, you know your D are, are are pinching in. But the I think the real story in Bathurst so far has been the play of Chad Arsenal. Just uh, just talk about how uh, what it's been like to what it was like to bring him into in, onto the team and and uh, just his play so far. Yeah, no, this guy came in and uh, he's uh, he's been a great guy um, in the dressing room off the ice. And you guys know, especially on the ice, he's been, uh, you know, keeping us in some games and, um, you know, helping us out back there. So it's uh, it's been a pleasure having him around so far. What's it like as a, as a veteran with a, 
the uh, the the young goaltender that you know basically gets off the bus and is getting dressed in in your uniform. Uh, is there is there little things you guys can do to make his job easier, or or is it you know how does that work with a with such a young goaltender in behind you? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, j- just kind of you know just just let him know that um, you know go out there and play 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 this game like it was any other game. Um, you know, t- told him that um, you know we're gonna work hard for him, but uh, just go out there and play this game. As, as Adam mentioned at the top, uh, you know, Kevin Lowe. Uh, trophy winner for defenseman defenseman of the year was that always your uh more what you focus on more as a player because uh, looking at your you know when you played uh you know when you pay when you're in batham and, and and midget you put up some pretty respectable numbers for a defenseman but did you really f- always focus on your defensive side of the game yeah um you know i, I think defensively i've uh, my game's taken off in the b zone this past couple of years um, yeah, yeah I, I try to be a, a solid two-way defenseman, but, um, you know, definitely, uh, growing up, I've always been told to, you know, take care of my own end and, uh, jump up in the offense when I can. So, I mean, you know, coming from Cape Breton last year, you guys were a pretty, a team that was going for it. Um, and then getting dealt your first time being dealt, uh, in this league, just talk about the, the, what it was like to, to go from. You know, knowing that you were with Cape Breton and, and then going to such a young team with, with Bathurst that had a, a few tough years but knew that they were going to look to turn this thing around? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was obviously in Cape Breton for four years. So, uh, you know, when I heard the news, there was obviously, uh, you know, some mixed emotions in there. But um, at the same time, I knew I was being, you know, closer to home. And, um, you know, I, I, I knew uh, – you know, for the most part, they were going to be quite young on uh, on the back end. So I was just looking forward to, uh, you know, getting in there, um, you know, tr- trying to lead uh, the best I can on the back end, especially with, uh, you know, the young guys we have. But, um, no, I was definitely excited. You talk about those young guys. Just uh, just give us a sense of, of Lane Hinckley. I mean, that kid is a, a force out there. Um, just talk about what, what, uh, what he brings. He's a monster on the ice. Um, <laughs> You know the guy's only 16 years old, and he's uh, he's a monster even in <laughs> practice. He's uh, you know going 110. percent So um, I can only imagine what he's uh, how he's going to play when he's 19. During uh, obviously the draft, you were traded to to Bathurst of the draft. Um, what were your uh, what was your initial reaction? Did you were you aware of it before the draft, or was that uh, kind of the first time you were uh, yeah that you were found out about it? Um. There were a lot of rumblings around uh, the Christmas uh, trade period time. Um, so, so Christmas time, I kind of, I kind of knew like something might be uh, going on, but nothing was really confirmed until maybe a week or two before the draft. <laughs> um, so we, I, I messaged you a little bit earlier. I said we, we'll try not to keep it all hockey. We'll try and have some, some fun questions. Uh, Going back to to last year there with with Cape Breton, who was kind of the the jokester in the room? Oh god, because <laughs> um, I'm guessing yeah, it would have been Sokolov. So many. Um, I'd say e- Igor Sokolov. Yeah. And then what about this year in in Bathurst? Are there pranksters? Are there? Um, Ch- Chisholm, he's up there. He's always messing around with the guys and you know trying to have a good time. He's a great guy to be around. Um. Just some of the the music that gets you that gets you uh, going. Like, what kind of 
What's playing? I guess not on the iPad or the iPod, but the the phone to get you going. Uh, I'm a I'm a big country guy. <laughs> um, it, it's pretty much uh, country twenty four seven. Other than uh, at the rank before the game, I'll throw in some rap or something. But for the most part, it's country. So when you have control of the room, it's a bunch of groans, or is it? Uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, for for the most part, yeah. I gotta ask, just cause I know because I just because I know he listens to the to our, to our show every week, but uh, you know we're we're pretty good friends with with Pat McNeil and uh, in Cape Breton. So uh, what was it like to be around him for uh, for a few years? What's what's he like? Because I, I I know him, uh, I've known him for a few years, but I've never seen him, uh, you know, from a uh, the working Pat the the working side of Pat McNeil. So what's uh, what's he like at uh, you know at work? Yeah, he's he's such a great guy to be around. Um, I mean, all the guys love him, uh, it, you know. And besides that, he's very good at his uh, at his job. So um, he, uh, I, I would like to see him get a bit more credit here and there. But um, no, like I said, he's a great guy and uh, very good at his job. So obviously, one last one. Um, you know, obviously, every team sets out to make the playoffs and, and win a championship. That's obviously the goal. But um, do you have any personal goals that you've set for yourself uh, within the team? Um, you know, I, I, like I touched on, um, I, I just try to be, uh, you know, a leader as best I can, especially for our young D core and kind of pave the way for them. But um, you know, other than that, I usually just take it day by day and uh, you know, just try and work my butt off. Perfect. Well, we won't take up uh, too much more of your off night. So um, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you this weekend as you guys uh, invade Moncton looking to continue your hot streak. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Take care. I think we talked about it in, in some of the preseason shows, him and Marcotti. Um, they were going to bring a winning attitude to this team. They were going to set these young kids up and just show them, you know, it's one thing to be a top player when you're 15 in, in a midget league, but to come up to the league – it's good to have those guys that show you how to be, and all the young guys in Moncton talk about it. Having the the veterans last year, they show you day to day how to be a a leader in this league, how to be a, a star in this league. Yeah, I mean between him and and you know Degonye and and Marcotti, like those are those are your experienced guys right now, and uh, so you really need them to to step up. And if you look at it, I mean. Marcotti's, you know, nine points in, in six games and sorry, Degonye's nine points in six games, Marcotti's eight points in six games. That's what you need. McCormick, four points in six games for a defenseman. That's that's exactly what you need from your leaders. A couple players here in Moncton, I think that that need to uh, need to step up uh to uh, to get going and uh I said it last week and I'll say it again. I am still predicting a, a breakout game for Connor Richard. This Friday? This Friday, yeah. I think he's just uh, gripping this. No, I wouldn't say gripping the stick. Uh, putting, the, putting the puck right on, uh, well, I guess with the exception of where he was robbed in Halifax, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, shooting it right into the chest. So I think he's just, uh, you know, a couple inches away. I'll take a page out of your book. Uh, two games this weekend. I think if you can at least come away with two points, whether it's Friday night at W, sneak a W out of uh, – over on the island, or you know, get a cup, get to OT a couple times. I think you're obviously four is the goal, but I think if you come away with with two points, it'd be interesting to see who the who Bathurst goes with in net, right? Like they keep. And so does Arsenal get ten games for the year? Uh, I think it's Christmas. I think. Is it Christmas? I think it's Christmas, and he's on, the, and then they have to 
sign him. I think that's the rule. Uh, but I mean, I think he's playing well enough to be signed. Yep. But uh, clearly, the backup job is, is backup job is for uh, Christian. Uh, I'm gonna go with Barajila. Scar S B A R A G L I A. Use it in a sentence. I would say Barajila. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. That's my flat out guess. I mean, Benner's gonna be the starter, but because I just wonder if you if you've only got ten games for Christmas, do you just keep riding them or do you maybe save a couple in case you have an injury before Christmas you can call them up it's it'll be interesting to see maybe we'll see the the new guy who got his first win uh, over the weekend but I mean why wouldn't you sign Arsenal so he's won well, it. he's proved it that he deserves he it. played so good against us when I think he shut I think it was a shutout shut out. yeah for yeah, a shut shutout out. so I don't see why you don't go back to him uh so uh unless you just throw I mean, at that point, you have the tape on him. Maybe you throw in, we're going to call him Christian, uh, throw in Christian <laughs> and, uh, you know, just uh, for a different look, uh, yeah. maybe to throw off the Wildcats. But I think Arsenal's playing well enough to get another one. Yeah, earn his position. So, um, yeah, we'll have to see. And, you know, yeah. they're just, just like Adam said with Hawkins, I mean, they're a that's a big team. It's just mm-hmm. a completely different. This isn't an easy two points when you come uh, when you come through, and then you look at uh, look at Charlottetown. It seems like Charlottetown and Bathurst every time there's a CHL player of the night, it's one of those one of those two teams. I mean, it's not going to be it's not going to be an easy weekend by any means for either of these uh, of these two teams. But we'll have to see. Hopefully, we get in. We still got to get to a game. Uh, we still need to get into the out of the orange into the yellow, but um, until then, it's everybody's favorite time of the show. Eric Murray Realty, buy a house from him. Stick tap of the week. Well, listen here, folks. Uh, by the by, the looks of it, we're going to be uh, watching some hockey Friday night, uh, and uh, you know this uh, this I don't know if you want to call it a second wave. Sounds it feels like a second wave. Uh, Could have been a lot worse, uh, but uh, fortunately for our uh, you know the lovely uh, employees at the government of Brunswick, the contact tracers. Uh, you know they were they were able to uh, you know track down everybody that uh, could have been exposed to uh, to COVID. Uh, you know you I think they said they had 150 people self isolating in the Moncton area, uh, so that that uh, prevented the spread. So uh, to be able to control an outbreak that that well uh i think is is uh, deserving of uh, of a stick tap of the week unfortunately there was uh there was a death uh in, in the mountain area so uh you know obviously our, our thoughts are with that that individual's family but you know to be able to control an outbreak um like this and you know limit it limit it to I'm not sure what how many cases in Moncton that that we've had in the past two weeks, but you know there was eight recoveries in 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 Zone One um, just on uh, you know just on 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 Tuesday. So things are looking up. Uh, fingers crossed. We're going to be watching some hockey on 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 Friday night. There's sources telling me that the game is a go. Um, so, uh, you know, we're going to keep our fingers crossed and, uh, hopefully there's no, I don't know, 
I'm not even, I'm not gonna even say it because I want to jinx it. But <laughs> uh, this is you know fingers crossed that we're we're watching some hockey Friday night. So yeah, stick tap of the week uh, to you know the the wonderful uh, contact tracers with the uh, government of New Brunswick Public Health. The stick tap of the week sponsored by Eric Murray Real Estate with the Remax Avante team. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the greater Moncton or surrounding area, make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802. And with no hockey, that makes it very difficult to do a cat of the week. So I guess I'll just go with Wild Willie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he could be the cat of the week for, for this week. Just basically because the few games that we've had at home, it can't be easy to be him uh, with all the kids wanting to give him hugs and and seeing everybody and just being so darn happy to to be around and and pump everybody up when we're in that arena wearing our masks and um, so yeah the cat of the week with with no games will be uh, we'll, I'll go with Wild Willie so yeah that'll do it for this week a nice quick short show I mean with no hockey to recap it's it's pretty tough uh, big thanks to Adam McCormick from the Bathurst Titan for joining us on, on the show um, you know hopefully knock on wood. Wildcats are hosting hosting Bathurst this Friday, and then they head over the bridge to take on the Islanders. Um, we'll be back next week to to recap that one and look ahead again to another road trip as uh, so we make our way up to, to Halifax and up to Bathurst. That's it for me, and please keep doing what we're doing to keep the spread down. Um, when you get to the when you get to the arena on Friday, if we get to the arena, just it's not the security guy's fault. Just uh, Wear your masks. Do what you can. Drink all games. You don't have to wear a mask. <laughs> drink all game. You have beer sales through the roof. Uh, drink all game. Obviously, we now have to wear our masks while sitting at the at our seats. So, you know, it is what it is. At least we're in the arena. Um, yeah, we'll be back to recap Group C of the Masked Singer as well. Enjoy the games. Thanks for the support. See you next Wednesday. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast.